This city is a dirty, ugly thing. A monster born of a violent past. This Quiet. city is a monster. Every skyscraper just another jagged tooth in that bloody maw. It this city street. is haunted. The ghost of every dream, every promise, every hope, wailing in the cold dark of the night. Chains of this city is a this place. This city is haunted. Please, for the love this of God, city. someone help this me! Please, please. There are more cities than there are stars in the heavens. All of them coming together. Notes in a beautiful and horrifying symphony. And at the heart of each city is an office. And the door reads, for now anyway, Blake Sky, Private Eye. Just a moment. I'm making sure this recorder of yours is running. <sighs> if you're going to die again, I want to make sure we record it for posterity's sake. <clears throat> this is Professor August Howard, entry number 49. Observation of one Blake Sky, private detective license bond. Shh. As previously noted, Mr. Sky is currently under the power of Charka Rum, and at this point he's perished... How many times was it? Ten? Twelve? <coughs> Previously twelve, soon to be thirteen times. Cause of death will be a combination of internal bleeding caused by blunt force trauma compounded with dehydration and malnutrition. Now, do you have any final words before we meet again, Mr. Skye? Please, uh, speak louder. Here, I'll try to move the recorder closer so we can continue. <coughs> Again, for posterity, Mr. Sky has chosen to feebly spit his dwindling lifeblood onto me in a pitiful gesture of defiance. Seems like that was the last scrap of energy he had. Now then... Any moment. What happened? Where am I? There. Right on schedule. August. August, thank God. What's going on? Why am I in a cage? Oh, fascinating. It seems this vessel knows me in another world. <clears throat> Mr. Sky, would you state clearly how we know each other? If this is some kind of joke, it's not... Jesus Christ. August, August, there's a body in here. There's a... Uh, wait. Wait, that's me. Please, focus. You don't have long before your prime consciousness asserts itself. Tell me about yourself. About how you know me. 
about your world. What the hell are you talking about? Please, let me... Let... Let me... Let... Me... Uh, no. No, damn it. Not again. Stop making me do this. Damn it. Another wasted opportunity. Mr. Sky, are you doing this to vex me? Because if so, you are succeeding. You're a monster, Howard. You're a goddamn monster. A monster? Choice words from the one in the cage. The one snarling and howling like a beast. If I am a monster, then there are no words for what true horrors stalk this world, Mr. Sky. Now, what am I? You won't shoot me. The gunshot would draw attention. <laughs> Look at you trying to play the detective even now. But I think your recent rebirth might have shaken your senses. Where are we, Mr. Skye? We're... We're in my... We're in my office. Yes, good. The site where Miss Costanzi casts the rights of Charka Rum. And do you know who owns this property? I rent from... No, I'm not asking what lackey you pay. I want to know who owns it. You know, it must have slipped my mind. It belongs to one Brian McMurphy, leader of the Old Street Crows. Did you know that he recently found himself under our... influence? Yeah. And what did you do? Blackmail him? Buy him off? Oh, nothing so base. With a little of the Origins power, he is now merely a husk. A suit to be worn by one of my... Associates. And that means we can make him do anything. Like, for example, evict everyone in this building. Or pay those city police to ignore reports from this neighborhood. In short, Mr. Sky, while your logic is sound, it is built upon a flawed premise. Yeah, you just love being the smartest guy in the room, don't you, Professor? It has an appeal. But I make no efforts to such ends. So that's your game. You killed O'Shea, and you turned one of the remaining crime bosses into a puppet. And now you're... <laughs> um, what's so funny? That you think we would stop at just one. We own over half of the city's underworld, Mr. Sky. McMurphy, the Widow Friedman, even Don Garibaldi. And those pawns that remain on the opposite side of the board? Well, they can ask Mickey O'Shea how that ends. Well, congratulations. You're a ruthless murderer. I'm sure Mom and Pop Howard are so proud of you. Oh, did that strike a nerve? I can't fathom why. O'Shea was emblematic of what is wrong with this world. But you, you have potential. But you're caught up in the minutia. Unable to appreciate the big picture. How about you cut me some slack? Turns out it's real hard to be a big picture guy when you keep telling Laurel and Hardy here to kick my ass. Who? Oh, I assume you mean Delta and Epsilon. You must admit, for mindless shells, 
They certainly have a knack for persuasion. Yeah, a couple of real charmers. You don't have to suffer anymore, Mr. Sky. I know I've said it before, but I mean it. All you have to do is cooperate. Tell me, where are the research materials you and Miss Kostansky stole from me? And I keep telling you, I don't know. Seems like you could have asked her that. Saved yourself a trip down here, genius. Again with that old chestnut, hmm? Eleanor made it very clear that those materials were not with her in the warehouse where you banished my minion. And we've already begun tearing up the rotting corpse of the O'Shea criminal empire, searching for them. But still, nothing. You know, that's a damn shame. It must be really frustrating. You know, having us idiots, simpletons, morons, able to make you look like such a grade-A jackass. Tread lightly, detective. Or I might just open your cage and let Delta break a rib or two again. No, no, no. Please. Please don't. Oh my, that certainly is a change in tone. All the impertinent bravado gone in an instant. I can't. I, I can't do it again. Please. Please don't do it again. Understandable. If I'm being honest, the resolve you have shown, even if it is misplaced, is commendable. You have suffered more than I frankly believed a man could. A modern day Job. Listen, August. Professor Howard. If I tell you, if, if I can give you those books, please, will, will you promise me you'll let me go? <sighs> Mr. Sky? No. May I call you Blake? Blake, you are missing the point. What would you do with your freedom? I... Continue your work as a detective? Leave the city? Maybe. Would you make an attempt at revenge? I figured as much. Help me, Blake. Help me with the magnum opus. Give back what you stole from me. You can come join us in the Order. You can see Eleanor again. Ugh. Wait, the Eleanor? No. You killed Eleanor. <sighs> Your consciousness is in a state of flux. You're remembering a different life. Eleanor is alive. She's alive and working with me now. And she's happy. The only thing that would make her happier is seeing you again. She's alive? No, but... But I followed her to Deacon. By the time I got there, she was... She was... Christ. There was so much... So much blood. That was another life. Here, you can be with her again. You're... You're lying. You're lying. This has to be a trick. You've got to have some sort of... You have my word. Okay. Okay, I'll... I'll tell you. I'll tell you. 
Eleanor was telling the truth. She doesn't know where the books are. But I do. Then, where are they? I hid them. Yes? And I can give them to you. You can have them. But here's the thing. You're going to have to wait until your birthday. I suppose you think this is funny. This? No. No. But I've wasted all my best stuff five lives ago. At this point, the only humor, the only joy that I get is that scowl of yours. Yeah, that one. Right there. That vein on your forehead. That's the best joke that I've got. Epsilon opened Mr. Sky's cage and break a few bones. I'm tired of this foolishness. I think a shattered arm might grant the detective a proper level of respect. If only temporarily. No! Stay away! Get away from me, you shambling bastard! You're wasting your time. The Famuli have no will of their own. They feel nothing. Let me go. Not even Let me pain. Go. Let me go! Something I think you are about to end. No, no. That's enough, Epsilon. Come out. And bring the body up with you. Was it worth it? Hmm? You paint me as the villain, but I realize no part of this. I do this because of your choices. Because of your myopic belligerence. And if anyone should understand me, should understand the fervor inside me, driving me to make a real change in this world, it should be you. We've both suffered so much at the hands of a cold and random universe. You don't know a damn thing about me. William Blake Skye, son of William and Mary Skye, brother to June Skye, attended Deakin University on an athletic scholarship, relatively decent grades, dropped out and enlisted to fight in the war, stationed aboard the USS Bagley, notably the sole survivor on account of personal injury and charges of assaulting a superior officer, served unremarkably ashore in England for the remainder of the war, should I stop? Or shall we address your time spent as a drunken wreck in London? Or perhaps your aimless drifting about the city upon your return to America? I can go on. Shut up. Just shut up. The fact is, I've done my research. I have studied you. I know who you are. And I know what made you. The pivotal moment where your faith in humanity fractured. The day when you realize that the world is cruel and meaningless when left to its own devices. Yeah, that's real swell, August. You want to share a drink or something? <laughs> I think I've got a bottle somewhere here. You know what? I think I do.
Hmm. I suppose this will do. Here, take this. Oh, <laughs> right. I, I suppose you'll be using the other hand. I'll just set this here. Sometimes I really wonder if you can even register what an asshole you are. <sighs> On some level, I suppose I do. Even as a boy, others rarely made sense to me. I felt like I was the only one paying attention to the world. The only one really watching and listening. My sister, Lydia, was the only one who understood. Or at least she tried to. And in many ways, that was enough. To have someone try to see inside you. I don't know. <laughs> uh. Your wife seems to know you pretty well. She's got you pegged for a philandering sociopath. Do not presume anything about me, detective. I know very well I've ruined my marriage doing what I did. Playing into the fantasies of idle youths. Pretending I am something I have no interest in being. <laughs> yeah. Sleeping with your students. You... Ugh. You really are such a martyr. I did what I had to in order to sell the lie. To placate them and leave them lovestruck and suggestible. Until Eleanor. Eleanor was different. I could never... I would never do that to her. Why? Why Eleanor? And not every other student you lied to. You really want to know, Mr. Sky? Yeah. Yeah, I really do. She reminds me of Lydia. The same joy and hope and curiosity. There's a warmth and a light in her. It's something I've missed. What happened to Lydia? She volunteered during the war as a nurse said that there was too much suffering, too much pain. I swear, she thought she was going to save everyone on that miserable continent. I stayed behind. My parents' antiquated religious beliefs afforded me status as a conscientious objector. She never came home. What happened? I was told the field hospital she was working in was attacked, shelled by a mortar. I'm sorry, she... She sounds like she was an incredible woman. She was. And because of that, she died in a pointless war, leaving behind this hole. A pit that swallowed everything closest to it. Father turned to drinking. In a matter of years, he was dead. And mother? I can only assume their deaths exacerbated her natural decline into senility. August. I am... 
I'm so sorry that she died, but there is no way that this can justify what you are doing, what you have done. You're wrong. Even with the pain I have caused, it is nothing compared to the cruelty that life creates on its own. But the Order is working to solve this. We are doing what we can to create a world where nobody has to feel the guilt you feel. Where the confusion and the chaos fall away, leaving only crystal clarity. How? How do you plan to do it? With the origin, Blake. Our world is too chaotic, too fickle. It is fraught with imperfections, subjectivity. All the suffering and strife in this world stems from the fact that we cannot know everything. And the Order's gonna fix it. That sound about right? Not it. Us. We must grow. Evolve into something unbound by the material. We must swim in the ethereal waters of the void sea and emerge new. Reborn. Perfect. Yeah, like you tried with that chargarum business. Folding different versions of a person together in an attempt to... To what? Make them better? Only you didn't make them better. You broke them. You broke us, August. Not every experiment is a success. But progress stands upon failure. And we are making progress towards the magnum opus. And I want you to be a part of it, Blake. Okay. Yeah, I'll join your club. But you gotta answer this one question for me. Yes? What? What is it? Do you think Lydia would be proud? Proud of everything you've done in her name? Or is this all for you? You're a cruel man, Mr. Sky. Answer the question. Would she have condoned you cheating on your wife? Stop it. Or trying to kill the girl who you said was so much like her? Be quiet. Or what about torturing someone? All in the name of... Shut up! Shut up, you insipid bastard! No! She would hate me! She would despise me! But she can't because she's dead and I am alone! Remember when I said I take no pleasure in this, Mr. Sky? I think you may have corrected that. Delta, open the Cajun. Stay back. Stay back. Do you think that will do you any good, Detective? That you'll be able to hold them off with nothing but a sliver of glass? No. But it's not for them. <sighs> Pitiful. What a pointless act of defiance. You can't escape me. Not even in death. I am in control here, Mr. Sky. Delta, open the cage and remove Mr. Sky's old body. Epsilon, enter and proceed to give the detective a good thrashing. 
<laughs> oh dear. It looks like you might have hit your limit. Fourteen lives. For what it's worth, twice what any other has managed. Stop it. Stop laughing or I'll... Wait. What is that on your hand? Is that... Vox Progenitor? Those symbols. I know those symbols. The rights of Baron Ma. Stop him, Delta! Stay back. Don't move. I swear, swear, if you move, I will sh shoot you. My God, do you have any idea what you have scrawled on your skin? Yeah, the rights of the drowning thirst. But I guess you know that, since I just dusted your two goons. I wouldn't be so glib if I were you. You may have bested the Famuli, but the cost of that spell is too great for repeated use. Each time you steal the water from a victim, it fills your lungs, which simply puts you at my mercy once again. Then you better kill me now, because otherwise you're the world's most arrogant pile of dirt. I don't need to kill you, just to mobilize you. Honestly, I would prefer to take you alive. I want to study you. I want to learn how you did this. I bet you do. It's a shame I'm gonna fade into the background, isn't it? I guess it serves you right for being an evil prick in this world, too. Yep. There I go. A pity. But we'll have plenty of time to unlock your secrets. Now let's go see them. Who are you? Stay back. I, I will shoot you. I warned you. Stop. Wait, it's you. Who, who is it? Gordy? Gordy, is that you? We're loafing around, Flatfoot. We've got work to do. Oh god, am I losing it? <clears throat> For a second I thought you sounded like... Like... Jesus Christ, it is you. What in God's name happened? <laughs> 